Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Slash free. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Back to Out of Bounds, Hour 3 from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. And we have a special guest that's joining us now. One of Reggie's teammates at one time with the Lions or with the Cowboys? He Lions. Played. Okay, so, Lions. so both you guys played with the Lions and Cowboys yeah. at one time. But receiver Roy Williams, who was the number seven pick overall in the 2004 <clears throat> NFL Draft. What's going on, Roy? How's everything? What's happening, fellas? Oh, What's man. Up, big time. Everything is good here. We we got some snow coming in. Do you have some snow wherever you are, Roy? Snow? No, oh, you, <laughs> you said no snow for you, huh? Uh, snow cone. We ain't got no snow. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Roy? Oh, man, everything's good. Man, I appreciate you getting on, man. Hey, I'm gonna start it off with this same question. I be, you know, I've been getting getting um, asked here over last week. Last weekend, when when your Lions and your Cowboys played, what was your loyalty? Um, and I, 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 be careful. Not being political. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I like watching both teams, right? Right. Um, I love the underdog Detroit Lions. Uh, they deserve it, right? That city deserves a, a champion, right? Or at least, you know, NFC Championship game or something that city deserves. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they deserve it too. It's been a long time, right? So uh, I think I think if they can meet in the playoffs again, I think that'll be a, the, the most watched game in the playoffs. Roy, what do you think of? the controversy that happened throughout that game and specifically in the end. But, uh, you know, we, we realized that games aren't decided on one play and the Lions had opportunity to get that two-point conversion after. There was a controversial tripping call before that that may have led to the Lions being in position to, to uh, win the game in the end. So a little bit of controversy at the end of that game. Yeah. I mean, just take field though, right? Kick field goal. Go to overtime and see what happens. That's what I said. Uh, that's, that's what I would. That's what I would do, um, especially after the second time. But uh, the thing that I, I talk to my boys about all the time is, I mean, us as fans, we we get we get all the angles and the the zoom ins, and we have too much access to the game. And we as fans want the game to be perfect. And I, I think that cheats the game. If they want to do that, they should have the people up in New York watching that saying, hey, no, that guy checked in with you. You know it. Let's change that call. And Or that guy, you called it on the wrong team, that tripping, you should correct that on the field right then and there. And it's that simple. It takes everything out of it because us as fans, we have too much access and we can see what they're doing wrong. Do you, do you think it should get to that extent where they're monitoring the games and they can correct calls right there and that they should be able to correct pretty much every call throughout a game or it, they have a healthy balance in, in where it is and, and leave it like it is for the most part and, and, and let those guys yeah. have, you know, do their job. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I do believe in human, human error. Right? But when those human errors dictate the, the outcome of a big ball game, you know, Detroit Lions are playing for the number one seed there. Right? They're potentially playing for the number one seed. And um, that two-point conversion don't get there if 
you know, that tripping call is called the right way. Or the Detroit Lions win the game, per se, if the referee gets the call correct that on the two-point play. Lions have been really impressive this year, and uh, they were playing on a high to end the season last year. So there was a lot of, lot of um, I guess, excitement coming into this season as to what they could do to build upon what they did last season. And we've seen with the result that they were able to go win the division. How exciting is that? You know, just thinking about where the Lions have been in recent years and what they built over the past couple of seasons and what we've seen them build into this season. Yeah, I think Coach Campbell has done a great job with that ball club. I think they've bought into his his style. Uh, I know he's a he's a physical, hard nose, hard talking coach, uh, and he's got the right players that respond to him. You know, a lot of people don't understand some of those some of those players can't can't deal with that that hard talking. You know that that type of attitude that that coach brings. Um, you know, so he has the right group of guys in there, and like I say, they deserve it, man. They they worked hard. The cities deserve it. They've been through. So many years of just not being so good. So uh, I hope the tide is turning. I hope it's not a one one year wonder. You know what I mean? I I hope that it's a, a continued deal where they they win multiple division championships. And as far as the Cowboys, they've had some ups and downs. Even though they have a really good record at times, you see them play really good at home where they're scoring a lot of points and they look unstoppable. And then on the road, they kind of look like a different team at times. What have you seen from the Cowboys throughout the season? Um, I, I think they're just consistent, man. They're just, uh, they do what they do. You know, Dak is, I know Reggie don't want to hear it, but Dak is, Dak is the man. If they don't have Dak, they're not in the spot that they're in. Um, he, is, he has played consistently. Whether that's good or bad or mediocre, he's been consistent the whole year. And um, just that defense, that defense is, is Rolled the, the I don't want to say rolled the tail end of the of the offense because they they balance each other. I think they feed off each other. So I think they're a, a good explosive football team on both sides of the ball, and they're one of the ones that contend for for the Super Bowl. Which in one? My opinion. Which one of those teams has a better shot? Just sitting here today, what do you think? It depends on how it all shakes. If if Dallas stays in that number two spot and they get those two home games before they have to go to San Francisco. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Dallas probably has the, the easier road. Um, but Detroit comes to Dallas again, too, so they're going to be hungry and upset. So it's going to be a great game there if it gets to that point. Hey, Roy, talk about <clears throat> your days in Detroit. You know, when you first came in, uh, you know, me and your locker was side by side, and, and you know, your – um, and you came in, all the media hype, all the media around your locker room. Man, talk about those days when you first came in, getting used to Detroit and, you know, how things went. Because in Dallas, as you know, and as they know, it's a lot more media. It's a lot bigger. What was the difference in Detroit and Dallas and everything you experienced when you first came in Detroit? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I love the city of Detroit, man. It was uh, it was good. You know, flew in, um, got right down to business. Right, Coach Mariucci was was my was my head coach. I uh, learned the West Coast offense. Uh, it was a new, little new for me, but it wasn't nothing I couldn't handle. I uh, loved my teammates, loved the wide receiver room. Um, you know, we went on away trips. You know, and it's you fly there, you get on the bus, and you drive to the to the hotel, and you get out, and you can do whatever you need to do. And it's you know, seven, eight, nine people there. You know, hey, Reggie, autograph, Roy, autograph. When I went to Dallas. <laughs> first road game was in first road game was in St. Louis. We got off the bus and I what is this? Yeah. It's like we in Hollywood, man. It's about fifty thousand people there. Flashing lights. I say, Oh man, this is this is totally different to the Detroit Lions. So, different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love my time in Detroit, man. It was great, man. Man, a lot of good people. Uh, learned a lot of football from Coach Mariucci to uh, Rod Marinelli to uh, my man, my main man, uh, Mike Marks. Uh, so, uh, love the city of Odessa. I mean, of Detroit. And um, when I got traded to Dallas, it was kind of a little bit of night and day. It was. I, I always tell people, I wish that we could flip the players from Detroit to Dallas. In Detroit, you know, you wouldn't be America's team, but you'll have better players, and you would win Super Bowls. If that makes sense. 
Was that a, a dream of yours, though, to play for the Cowboys growing up in Texas? Was that something that, that you always thought about, had in the back of your mind? Man, I, I, I always just wanted to play football, right? So, And I just told a story the other day when I when I got traded. It was a Tuesday, right, the trade deadline, and my agent called, hey, stay by your phone, we got something brewing. I was like, something brewing? He just hangs up the phone. Like, you know, he didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> and he called me back, and he's like, hey, you ready to go home? I'm like, go home? He's like, yeah, got you to the Dallas Cowboys. I said, do I fly or do I walk? Like, how fast can I get there? Right? But at the same time, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Um, so that is a day that I wish I would have just stayed, no offense to Dallas, but I wish I would have stayed at the Detroit Lions. Why? And fought through, those hard, fought through those hard times with those guys and helped build something special with myself and Megatron and, and, and Matthew Stafford. But why? Okay, you lost me on that one. Well, because when I went to – I was a pro bowler here in Detroit, right? When I went to Dallas, I was a decoy, right? You trade two first rounds for a decoy. I never understood that. Never understood it. To this day, I still don't understand how you trade for two first rounders for a kid and you use them as a decoy. Mm, yeah. I would rather just stay in, rather just stay in Detroit Balled out with Stafford and, and, and Megatron, and let's see what happens. Is is that Roy? Did you um you kind of realize that at that time? Because you hear players all the time talk about the moment they realized it was a business. Is that the moment you realized it, or or was it something that happened before that to make you realize that you know you're getting paid a lot of money and you're expected to perform, but at the same time this is a business and they're going to do what's best for the organization. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't understand it at all. It wasn't until I retired and I looked looked at it, you know, because like still to this day, like I said, I don't understand how you trade you trade two first who who trades for two first rounders, who gets traded for two first rounders, and you bring him in and you he don't catch a hundred balls a year mm-hmm. because you had T.O. then, <laughs> right? You had T.O. and who else was there? We had T.O. and then they got rid of T.O. that that at the end of that year. So I said, okay, here I come, I'll be the man here, and it just never. It just never happened, right? And I also say it's my fault, too, due to the fact that me and Romo can never get on the same page, right? So if I would have said, hey, Rome, let's get 10 reps a day after practice, right? So now we're getting all these reps. And every time he throws any ball, it's high, low, outside, inside. You know, he throws it to witness right there in his chest. Right? But that's just repetition between those two, and we never got that. We never had that rapport. So that's my fault for not going to him and getting that extra work in as well. We're talking to Roy Williams, Pro Bowl NFL <clears throat> player, played for the Detroit Lions, Cowboys, also played for the Chicago Bears. Now, Roy, I've known Reds, and uh, if you want to call him Swintown, known him for a long time, and uh, he can be kind of wild at times. <clears throat> you got any, any good stories on him? Yeah, uh, Swintown. <laughs> I call him I call him uh, Swintown the Great. <laughs> well, excuse me. I don't call him that. He called himself that. Right? <laughs> we, <laughs> we sitting at the locker, having a good time, you know, shooting the, shooting stuff. And Reggie takes his hat off and signs it, Swintown the Great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I call him, and that's what he oh, said in my phone, at Swintown the Great. He remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, him, Ozzy King, Ty Streets. <laughs> we used to have a good time in that meeting room. That's man. a good receiving core there. Yeah, man. Big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, this, this swing time, man, he's just, you know, he's a fast talker and he's a fast runner. And he's just, he's a good football player. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> you know, just did what he was asked to do. Right? And I used to be never in the meeting room going off. Just, just do it. Just do it. So, <laughs> you know. So, so what do you mean there, Reg? You say you used to be in there going off. What, like, like what? What was happening? Because I wasn't treated like Roy. Roy, first round pick. I'm a free agent. So Roy could do something, and it was great. I could do the same thing, and it was terrible. And I got tired of hearing the coach, man, Coach Higgy, do it like Roy. I said, man, Roy is six three, two twenty five. I'm five eleven, one seventy. I can't, I can't do that, man. And I got tired of him comparing me to Roy. Like, well, man, how Roy do what I do? Roy can't do what I do. Make Roy do what I do. But he's a first-round pick. So I would be in the meeting room hey, going off. You know what? They tried to make me do what you do. They put me back on the kickoff return. I dropped every ball possible. <laughs> <laughs> 
get me off of this thing. I don't want no part of this. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. that. That's an easy way to play yourself out of that for sure. I forgot about that. What yeah. what what other kind of uh, good memories, just overall, Roy, and playing the game throughout the years, do you have? Oh man, just the just the camaraderie, man. I know y'all hear it all the time. It's, it's, it's people miss the game, yeah. The locker sure. room, people really miss the, the the locker room. You know, all the games, all the jokes. You know, all the you know uh, stuff that stays in between the in between the walls. You know, all that kind of stuff, man. That, that's that's what I miss the most. Yeah. Uh, people to this day ask me if I missed the game. I'm I'm past missed the game. My my Brett Favre syndrome was long gone. You know, did I want to go back at one point? Yeah, but not really. But that locker room, oh man, that, that you can't duplicate that at all. At all. With the Lions and some of the success they've had, they have a number of Pro Bowlers this year. You were a Pro Bowler when you played, and um, Amon Ross St. Brown is one of those guys that is on the Ooh. outside. He got snubbed and didn't get into the Pro Bowl. Now he did say that the receivers that were chosen, they're great players. But if you look at the numbers that he's putting up this year, he has career best for a single season, 112 receptions, still has a game to play, uh, touchdowns. You know, the guy does it all. And uh, he only trails Calvin Johnson and Herman Moore for the single season record for the Lions. And he's somebody that is on the outside looking in for the Pro Bowl. Now, of course, he's an alternate, and it looks like he's going to end up getting in anyway. But... Just what do you think about that situation as a whole, just thinking about how good he's played this year and then he gets snubbed? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand his situation. I was the same way. I was second in the league and receiving. I was behind Chad, Chad Johnson at the time with 1310. Uh, and I was the first alternate. And luckily, you know, Tory Holt had knee issue and, and I got in. Uh, where I was upset with, like, how I'm first in the NFC in yards with 82 catches and seven touchdowns, whatever it is, and I get snubbed anyway. So I understand what he's going through. And the thing that I would tell him is, don't worry about that, brother. Just just do you. People, them, them owners and scouts and general managers are watching what you do. Don't worry about that, though, those Pro Bowls and all that. At the end of the day, it means absolutely nothing. At the end of the day. Speaking of Roy Williams. Phenomenal, phenomenal season. And I don't know how big he is. He looks really small out there. But, I mean, he's 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 tough. Uh, run after the catch, uh, everything. I, I, I like the kid's game. I really do. Speaking of Roy Williams here on Out of Bounds, NFL receiver, pro bowler at one time, played for the Cowboys, Lions, Bears. Roy, when you look at this year and the NFL as they go through this last week of the season and the playoffs starting to take shape, who are some of the teams, you know, we talked about the Lions and the Cowboys, of course, but some of the other teams that um, that you see doing some good things here in the next couple of weeks? Oh, well, you know, you got you to you gotta watch out for them 49ers. Them 49ers, are, they tough, right? I'm anxious to see what those Ravens do, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson, I hope he gets that monkey off his back in the playoffs. I really do. I mean, that kid is, that kid is good, man. And, and he also deserves, you know, that Super Bowl appearance and see what he can do. Um, we talked about the Lions. Uh, I would like to see Green Bay get in. I would like to for them to stay in that seventh spot and see what Jordan Love can do with the with the Green Bay Packers. Um, Buffalo Bills. They, I think they're a sneaky, scary team. If they can get in, I think that AFC is wide open. Those Chiefs aren't the Chiefs of old. So, uh, Buffalo Bills, watch out. And the Cleveland Browns. Don't forget about those Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco. Don't sleep on that story right there. Hey, we really appreciate you spending some time with us today, Roy. Uh, It's been a pleasure. And uh, reflecting on some of the good times with you and Reg and the NFL career and also talking about some current things going on in the NFL, we really appreciate it. Yes, sir, guys. I appreciate y'all. All right, Dub. Later. There we go. That's my guy right yeah, there, man. Yeah, Roy Williams. That's my guy right there. And it was a story that I was going to tell, but I didn't. Is when he realized that he that you know really really was was a business in 2004 against Dallas. He was hurt and he couldn't play that game. 
And I told him, I said, Roy. And this was his rookie season, right? This was 2004, yeah. So he was, because, man, that media was all on him all year long. And I said, Roy, they love you right now, but the minute you cannot do something, they're going to turn on you. And we're playing in Dallas, and we in pregame. He's testing it out. He's a game-time decision. Now, I'm the next receiver in line, so I'm like, please don't play. Please don't play, <laughs> because I'm next in line. You know, back in Dallas, so I want to play. And he tested, tested it out, and he couldn't run. <clears throat> I was like, yes, he ain't going to play. So he gave the thumbs-down signal. thumbs-down. So he didn't play, so I paused that game, too. That Monday in the locker room, the media came and they tore him up. Oh, he's soft. He he can't play through pain. What what kind of injury was he dealing with? His uh his right ankle was sprained, and he had missed the game against New York where I scored, and the game before that he had got hurt that game. So I benefited big time off of that, right? But in Dallas he didn't play. <clears throat> well, that Monday, man, the media tore him up, and he said, "Swintown, see, you was right." I said, I told you, as long as you can ball out, they're going to love you. The minute you cannot do what they want you to do, they, go, they are not going to love you. That's when he realized it was something to that. So that following year when I was in Houston, he called me and he said, man, I need you back in this locker room. Nobody keeps it real like you. And I said, that's because I've been to the bottom. I know what it is. I know how they think. You're a first-round pick. You don't deal with the same things I deal with. So I know how it goes. And it, so, yeah, that was something that was really new to him. Yeah, because he didn't deal he, with he the didn't have an things idea. that us bottom feeders, us minimum wage brothers dealt with. You know what I mean? So he and he and I got real, real close after that. And we're close now. That's good times. Yeah, we man, <clears throat> we appreciate Roy joining us, but appreciate you, Reg, for even, you know, taking that step and, and getting him on the phone with us. Uh, it's always good to talk to players and yeah. kind of reflect on some of the things going on man, that happened and what, what's happening now. Let me know who you want. Larry Fitzgerald, I can get them all for you. Those are still my guys, man. That sounds good. We're going to come back with more about Out of Bounds after this break. Stay tuned. Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents Oakwan Race Day with Justin Acri and David Wanginati every Saturday morning at 11. Oakwan Race Day is your inside track to America's hottest thoroughbred action and Arkansas source for racing news and analysis. Oakwan Race Day presented by Oakwan, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. This is Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Witterock beat SIU Edwardsville 88-80. They were led in scoring by Tony Gordon, who had 19 points. Guards K.K. Robinson and Jameer Chaplin also chipped in 18 points each. Their next game is tomorrow as they host Eastern Illinois at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip is set for three. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas State beat Georgia Southern 109-83 behind DeAndre Dominguez's 26 points and 12 rebounds. Former Razorback Darian Ford had 15 points and 7 rebounds in the game. They'll face Old Dominion in Jonesboro on Saturday. Tip is set for two. And Arkansas opens up SEC play tomorrow in Fayetteville as they host 25th ranked Auburn. Tip is set for one. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn is giving you a chance to win some exciting door prizes. Next week, listen for the Big Buck Sounder for your cue to call in and qualify to win a Hunter's Refuge Browning A-Bolt Rifle, a $1,000 gift certificate from Hunter's Refuge, or an Arkansas Game and Fish Lifetime Hunting License. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, January 26th through the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, and Outlaw Beer. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. 
Townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Matt Steele in Bryant, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Justin Stewart in Malvern today. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics says changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. We're going to get into some Razor Hog update, and Steve Sullivan of KATV is going to join us. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Arkansas and Auburn kicking off conference play tomorrow, tipping off conference play in basketball tomorrow. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. So tip tomorrow, Auburn versus Arkansas. It's going to be on ESPN2 at 1 o'clock. And we welcome in Steve Sullivan from KATV. What's up, Sully? Nothing much. You can't say it's a beautiful day in Arkansas today. <laughs> it depends on your depends on your point of view, though. You know, some people love it. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you never can complain about a little bit of snow here and there because we don't get much. And uh, it, it looks really pretty coming down at times. But if you don't have to get out and don't have to risk it, for most people, don't get out there. Yeah, it's great packing snow, too. Great for snow, making snowmen, snowballs. I mean, and then it's out of here in a hurry, which is probably the best-case scenario for a community is uh, you can enjoy the snow, and then a few hours later you can get out and drive. We yeah. live in uh, around Echo Valley, and when you have the name Valley in your neighborhood, it's not <laughs> a good place during the snow. <laughs> yeah, because they don't get through there and, and clear the streets like they do on uh, some of these no. major streets. No, they ignore us. So, you know, I got my hill ridge pass is uh is facing the wrong way with the sun. So we are absolutely the last place that ever is just passable when when you get you know significant snow and or ice. And um, this wasn't, I don't think, a huge event. But hey, as uh, James Bryant said, this one overachieved. <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting overachieved. And they're getting snow in Fayetteville also, and that's where we expected it to be in the northern part of the state. And yeah. uh, and Arkansas has a game to play to get tomorrow against Auburn. What do you, what do you see with the game yeah. coming up tomorrow in, in basketball as the Razorbacks take on Auburn? Well, I think it's a must game for the Hogs. I hate to say that, you know, game one, 
but you have to take care of business at home. And, you know, what I want to see is I want to see this team revert to what their preseason expectations were. I um, mean, they would pick third in the conference. And if you look at the – and this is something uh, Pearl brought up. If you look at the SEC-ACC matchups, they put us with Duke. And that just shows you the conference believes we're one of the best teams in the SEC. Where Auburn got Virginia Tech. <laughs> that just doesn't carry the same cachet. And I, I just think, you, you know, it would be such a bummer. You know, you're going to have an incredible atmosphere over the top. You got the many field uh, mania right now if you took a step back and lost to Auburn. Minifield has been playing well. Who are some of the other players that uh, are going to be key in Arkansas having success against Auburn? Well, I think Devo's a guy that's a little X-factor. You know, he always plays well in conference play. He's coming off a, a game where he hit three threes and scored 14 points. And we've, we've seen him defer in certain games where he doesn't even take a shot. But I think Devo uh, needs to be a factor moving forward. And, you know, and you've got Battle and Mark, who... I think got to show up most SEC games. And, you know, in conference, if you're going to win the conference and contend for the conference, your best players got to play well. And I consider Mark and Battle two of our best players. They need to play well. You know, you got a lot of depth with this team. With Minifield popping for 32, I don't think anybody anticipated him being that kind of offensive force. And you got Devo. You just got a lot of weapons on that team. Sully, so, we got a question earlier about the front court for Arkansas, and Trevor Brazil has been a bit inconsistent. But uh, dealing with some of those front court players for Auburn, how, how do you see the front court players for the Razorbacks? Well, you know, I, I saw a good sign last game from Brazil where he, you know, showed more of an attack mode where he mindset, where he actually, you know, took someone off the dribble and went to the hoop. But he's been basically no factor on the offensive end outside hit the few threes. And we need to see his athleticism, you know. And he was on the end of a couple of dunks from, at least one dunk from uh, Minifield. And uh, that's a good sign. But that's something we haven't seen from this team is kind of the wow play. And we saw that again in the Wilmington game. But, you know, I think that's, that's, you bring up a great point. Brazil needs to be better than he's been in non-conference play and more of a factor. Coming out of nowhere and blocking shots. Um, being a, a good defender and being a factor on the offensive boards. And, you know, he's he's auditioning for, you know, the NBA scouts and everything. You know, he wants to shoot the ball from outside. And But, you know, I think, I think tempo's key with this team. You know, Wilmington ran with us. And it takes two to get a tempo going like that. And Auburn's played some games, so they've played up-tempo. And I think that that suits this team well if we can get in the 80s or 90s. When we play in the 70s, it's not usually a good deal for us. And I think that's key tomorrow is, you know, we get that game up and we'd be, you know, 45, 42 at halftime, you know, something like that. And, and we beat them 89 to 80 or, or a score like that. I don't want a 75 to 72 game where it's a down to a free throw or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it must, you want it, it to be in hand. Yeah, must mention something. This this and this is something they mentioned the preseason when they recruited. They recruited more finishers this year. Guys like Battle and Mark in Minifield, and the reason they and this was the assistant coach who told me this. He said they recruited those type players because if you looked at the schedule and the way college basketball is, they played twelve close games last year. And they played 18 the year before. So you, regardless of who you are, you're going to be involved in close games. You win close games with finishers, guys who can score, guys who can get to the free throw line, and guys who can hit their free throws. And they believe they have more finishers this year than they've had in Mus's time at Arkansas. And so we should be good in close games. Now we'll see that in conference play if indeed we are good in close games. So, like, what do you think of uh, some of the latest developments with the football team and some of the players they've been able to get in here recently and how they're trying to, to tweak that roster moving forward? Well, I love the big running back from Utah. I mean, Utah is a high-caliber team. You take their number one or number two, 1A tailback, I mean, that's a big get. I, I mean, because that kid could go 
pretty much anywhere he wanted. And he's a sophomore too, so he he comes with two years of uh, well, that was his sophomore season last year. He comes with two years of eligibility. And then they get the big corner from uh, uh, South Alabama. You know, a great point was made to me from Trey Biddy. You know, you look at Arkansas is getting better, but the portal isn't exclusive to Arkansas. Everyone is getting better, <laughs> so it's it's kind of you know. Uh, the SEC is a brutal conference because, you know, you got these teams like Alabama and Georgia that just recruit so well they don't have to spend much time in the portal. <clears throat> and then you got everybody else just, you know, reloading in the portal. So it makes for a brutal conference uh, year in and year out. What What's the latest on high school basketball and kind of where that is at this point in the season and, uh, you know, dealing with weather today? <clears throat> I, you know, everything is still on schedule, it seems, as far as playing some of these games around the state. But what's the latest for high school basketball? Yeah, I really enjoyed, you know, it's basically with high school basketball, it's how you perform the big schools in the tournaments. And I think Little Rock Central has, has played an incredible schedule. I mean, every week they are, you know, in some different place, including the King Cotton playing high-caliber competition. I was really impressed with the King Cotton Classic. Yeah, they're in Tampa right level. now, uh, Sully. Yeah, le- the level of competition yeah. they got, they got down in uh, Pine Bluff, the teams they brought in, and I was impressed the way all the Arkansas teams played. In fact, the Pine Bluff, you know, was able to, I think Pine Bluff won two games, and Benton won, uh, won one, and um, Little Rock Central won one, and Whitehall was competitive in another game. But uh, the, the out-of-state teams were really good, and uh, it just kudos to Pine Bluff, and High school football, you got my man Reggie Swinton there. I've heard rumors that he may be up for that Southwest job, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I really think he would be a great addition to any school in the city because if you're going to coach in the city right now, uh, you have to know, you have to get players. You have to, <laughs> you have to know them and his relationship with these kids growing up. I think he would make a, uh, hungry, um, um, make a great coach in, in the school district. So I don't know whatever happens there, but uh, he's got my vote. Sully, there's a lot of support for Reggie on our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Tramel says this is T, and as parents, what what do we need to do to position and and petition? for Reggie to get that job at Southwest High School. So there's a lot of support out there, and um, we know that Reggie has done an incredible job with youth football, and he's somebody that's worked hard for that opportunity. And if it does come about, then we know he'll do a great job with uh, high school coaching if, if that's where it goes. Yeah, I think the key with him would be you talk to parents who have had his kids in the youth program and see how they've been treated. And, I mean, there's more controversy sometimes in youth programs there are in high school. You know, and see what those, those people think of uh, Reggie. And I think you get a gauge of what kind of guy he is. I know his passion, and he's a central guy, and he wants to see Little Rock do well. And uh, and I think, uh, you know, Southwest, uh, you know, Daryl Patton's a great coach, but you don't win without the Jimmys and Joes. You know, that, that's the reality. You don't, you've got to get in Little Rock's a unique circumstance. Where, you know, players, it's, it's fluid. You know, you can go from school to school, and, you know, we've seen it. And um, kids are going to go with the coach they like or the, the program they feel they can play. And, and I think the Southwest really offers the opportunity we can play right away. And um, it, 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 you need a guy, though, and they need to hire quickly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Because you, you don't want to get behind, you know, with, with, with assembling your roster and making sure those kids stay on stay in your football program. Sully, we really appreciate you joining us and uh, spending some time today. Be careful out there. Have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. And how about that shot by Nokic last night? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a great shot. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Be safe out there. All right. Steve Sullivan of KATV. We're going to come back. Last segment. Wrap it up here on Out of Bounds. Stay tuned. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CERTAPRO.com. That's CERTA with a C.
Eat My Catfish, your favorite place for po'boys, shrimp, chicken, crawfish, and so much more, including, of course, catfish, is back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday. And you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the Zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. The official reopening for Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge with the Zone and 103. 3-7 the buzz. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. A Facebook page titled Central Minnesota Moose on the Loose grabbed attention from far and wide, and not just for the rhyming title. Although if a certain Searcy school had its way, it would probably read Mooses on the Looses, but I digress. This enormous mammal was about 500 miles away from his natural habitat as he seemed to be working his way back north. The young moose has brought a lot of joy and happiness to Minnesotans and others hungry for a happy story. Good luck, Rut. Here's hoping you make it back home. And Doublebees will help you make it back home because you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps. Sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll save 10 cents a gallon. Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. At MNB, our reputation speaks for itself. We won't just tell you that we're the best. We'll prove it with our products, services, and commitment to the communities we serve. Technology is constantly changing, and there are more options than ever right at your fingertips. We'll always offer you the latest in technology, and we'll serve it up with great customer service. So when you bank with us, you know you're covered. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window.
she was gripping on me tight, screaming Hercules. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. What's trending in sports with this being the last week of the NFL season and so much on the line as far as teams trying to make that push for the playoffs, you have a number of teams sitting quarterbacks. We know about that, but there are a couple of quarterbacks that are dealing with injuries and their teams are fighting for a playoff spot and even division titles where first is Baker Mayfield as the Bucks are taking on the Panthers and the Bucks, um, if they win the game, they win the division. Baker Mayfield is dealing with a rib injury. But he has been medically cleared to play, so he's going to play. But as the defense coming after him, they're oh, going to they're they're test him. Yeah, They're going to test him and yeah. make sure he can play. So I can guarantee you right now it's going to be a quick game. Get rid of that ball. He's not going to hold the ball. He's going to get rid of it, and that's their game plan. Also, Trevor Lawrence. They're playing the Titans, and if the Jags win, they win the AFC South. So, NFC South for the Bucks if they win, and then for the Jags, AFC South, Trevor Lawrence is dealing with a right shoulder sprain in his AC joint, and uh, we've seen players that play through that. As far as quarterbacks, that's more of a pain tolerance type deal, but we've also seen quarterbacks that are sidelined, and they can't play. But with so much being on the line, you expect that's hard, man. Trevor Lawrence oh, is going to be able to play. That's hard. That's hard. So Coach Doug Peterson says it's day-to-day. Today will be a big day for them, for him as well as Saturday he, to see how he's progressing. He is progressing well, but Trevor Lawrence has practiced in a limited capacity so far. He says he's worked a lot with our trainers on the side. So today, for me, it will <clears> probably <throat> be the first time to see him throw harder than he did yesterday or the day before. What the problem going to be is he's going to take that Marcane shot. It's going to make him feel good until he gets hit on it. That's what happened with uh, my toe. So he's going to feel good in the beginning. That first shot, he's going to feel all that pain. And last week they were able to rest him. They yeah. played against the Panthers. The Jags played against the Panthers. They were able to rest him. Didn't have to play. They still got a convincing win. And a lot of times when you're dealing with those injuries, if you're able to – sit out, get some rest, and just keep rehabbing that injury, that's the best way to go about it. Let's go, Jags. I want them to play. I want them to win the game. So, I'm with the Jags on this one. Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, they put their support behind Antonio Pierce as the Raiders' next head coach. Right now, he is the interim coach, but Devontae Adams says, yeah, he has my vote to be our coach in 2024. That's basically how the whole team feels right now. And Max Crosby said that he's 100% with him as well, that he has all the support. They want to see him return. They've seen a, a complete change in the team from the time that Antonio Pierce has taken over and how it was at the beginning of the season and what it is now. And um, they want to see him return. And he's doing a good job. He's an ex-player, so he can relate to them. He knows what they're going through. So, you know, he's a um, a really good person as well. So he would have my vote as well, Joe. Yeah, Max Crosby says there's only 32 of these head coaches in the world, so you got to find a leader of men. And when you've got one of them in the building currently, I don't know why you wouldn't just go with him because he's a guy that has been getting it done. That's kind of how the team is feeling about Antonio Pierce. And... Hopefully, they uh, they come away with another win. They play at home against the Broncos, and they're going to do everything they can to get them that head coaching position. Giannis, Let's go, Raiders. Giannis <laughs> and Victor Wimbanyama had their first matchup last night, and the Spurs, uh, they lost to the Bucks 125-121. So the Bucks came away with a narrow victory. But Giannis said that he was really impressed by Victor Wembanyama. He says about him that he's special. He's going to be an extremely good player. He plays the right way. He plays the win. 
I've never seen anything like him. And then Victor Wembanyama said about Giannis, he said that he was one of the players that he watched growing up, and he called him one of the greatest players in the world. He said it's always extra motivation, and I know as a competitor, so I want to go at everyone and be the bad guy on the court. So it was a great matchup. The only thing that they didn't get out of it was the win. The victory. Yep. Let's go to the phones and talk to Ethan. What's up, Ethan? What's up, Joe? Hey, man. I, I'm back, freak. You're, you're hey. back. Where, where you I'm been? Back. Where you been? Hey, you know where I've been. In Atkins. You know where I've been, bro. In Atkins. Hey, in Atkins. Hey, in Atkins. Well, I actually moved to Moved to Russellville, but hey, I'm back. Hey, you got hey, you got full support, brother. Hey, appreciate it, man. Uh, how how was it dealing with the weather today, Ethan? Because we know that you have to work rain, sleet, or snow. Yeah, I'm I'm out right now. I'm still working. It's not bad. We didn't get near what y'all got. Really? That, get, it, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Uh, it turned into rain here pretty quick. So there's still some on the grass, but it's not bad. Roads are clear, so. Anyway, you guys be safe this weekend. Have a good weekend. I'll holler back at you next week. Hey, appreciate it, Ethan. Have a good weekend. So today, for National Day, we hear a lot about people that are into keto. Today is actually National Keto Day. So for people that are not into keto, maybe this is a way to get them into it at the beginning of the year to get them into keto. It's also National Whipped Cream Day, and it's National Screenwriters Day which there have been some screenwriter strikes here recently, and they got everything together now, but recognizing some of the national days that are out there. And then with some of the birthdays today, Robert Duvall is 93 years old. So great actor, Robert Duvall. Diane Keaton is 78. Bradley Cooper, 49. January Jones, this seems to be all actors, uh, 46. Oscar Oscar Isaac is 44. Kristen Cavallari is 37. So uh, those are some of the birthdays today. Marilyn Manson. Artist. 55. Those are some of the people celebrating birthdays today. Going into the weekend. So you know they're going to be out somewhere on a Saturday night. On a Friday night probably. Kicking it. And happy Capital. Founders Day to the members of Kappa Alpha Psi. There you go. Today is That's the day. Today. Okay. J5, January 5th. All right. Everybody out there, have a great weekend. Todd, always great to have you in. Reggie, appreciate you coming in. Yes, sir. Drive Time Sports coming up next. Everybody stay tuned and have a great weekend. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 